This is the official Waukee Community School District podcast, Talk the Walk, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines. All right, welcome to the first Talk the Walk podcast of the 22-23 school year, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines. And our guest is Dr. Brad Buck, Superintendent of Schools in here in Waukee. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Amy. Well, most people know you have been here a few years, but why don't you tell us what year you're starting what you are looking forward to most for the 22-23 school year. Yes, I'm starting my uh, fourth year in Waukee. I sometimes joke I'm actually starting my 14th year. Uh, Some of you may know that I did a decade here as a middle school principal and associate superintendent, went away and did some other work and uh, and thrilled to be back here doing year four. In terms of uh, the school year, so I I'm really just hoping for a year that sort of has the feel of the pre-COVID year. So we get back to school, uh, everybody's excited, football season kicks off, volleyball's around the corner, cross-country golf, uh, all the activities and things, and just uh, just really get the feel of the start of an exciting fall uh, like a more typical school year. You can feel the energy. This week, the staff came back in our buildings. You can just feel it. There were back-to-school nights. Um, Rooms are set up. You can just see the buzz back in our district. As staff come back into the buildings, when you were a teacher, would you get nervous for the first day of school? Oh, I I don't know that I'd call it nervous. I probably was actually uh, actually more excited than nervous. Yeah, except for my first day. The first day of my first day of teaching, this is kind of a funny side note, I uh, was driving to work and I actually ended up in a minor car accident. And so that was kind of the before the dawn of cell phones. So I was in front of a Burger King. There was a payphone. I had to call my principal, say, hey, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, but I'm going to be a little, yeah, I'm a little late to my first day of teaching. And uh, uh, so it, it all worked out. But so uh, yeah, so yeah, exactly. So a little, little bit different. So kids, there's uh, no, I won't. Yeah. So, but yeah, just generally excited. Yep. Very good. For our new teachers and our new staff, what is your best advice for them as they kick off their teaching career? Yeah, I would just say, just to the extent you can, really just enjoy the experience. We uh, we're, we have amazing kids. I mean, we just have awesome students here in Waukee. And uh, you've probably already found out by now, but it's true. Your fellow uh, teachers and other staff and support members, they're, they're just great people. Uh, they want great things to happen for our kids, and they want um, uh, really positive things for happen, to happen for one another. So just really enjoy uh, and take advantage of the great people you have around you. We have incredibly supportive parents and community. And so I, I would just invite you to just take it all in uh, and do your best work, recognizing what uh, really worked one day may not work equally well the next day. And, and you know what? That's okay. We're going we're gonna to get you through a, a great school year. You shared an amazing story at our back to school event about Mrs. King. She was your third grade teacher. And can you share an abbreviated version of that story with our listeners and the impact one action or words can have on our students? You bet. So big deal happened in my life between second and third grade living in Cedar Rapids. Uh, My parents chose to buy a house on the southwest side of town. We were living on the northwest side. So I went into third grade with the amount of uh, trepidation you might uh, otherwise expect for being the new kid. Uh, Mrs. King met me at the door, figured out who I was, 
invited me to go to my seat, and uh, but also said to me probably the most important phrase I could have heard, and that is, I have someone to sit by at lunch. And you can only imagine the relief of the new kid in third grade knowing that they were going to have somebody to sit with at lunch. Uh, that grew into a relationship, and I joke it was a Jolt Cola and Atari focused. If we're going to really do the dating thing here, um, so uh, oh, best fr- yeah, they won't even get that. This is uh, so uh, best friends through high school. Uh, we've stayed in touch over the years. As a matter of fact, uh, he got remarried in January, and I was out in California. Um, visiting him. So a teacher trying to do a very kind, loving thing to let me know that it was going to be okay and I was going to have someone to sit with at lunch and it turned into a a 45-year relationship and going strong. That's great. Following up on that story, what is your favorite school lunch? Oh, favorite school lunch. Oh, why is this one so hard? I I just like pizza. I'm just going to say it. Square pizza? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think we've changed the form, though, now, maybe. I think we have, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to ask our nutrition staff. Yeah, I grew up where it was chili and cinnamon rolls. Oh, yeah. So that was always a big deal, and I think they have it back on our menu in the winter months here. Oh, okay. If you don't get it, you probably didn't grow up in Northern Iowa, and that's all right. Okay, so your favorite subject, not science, because... Those of you who know you know that you were a science teacher, so we're going to pull that one off the options. Oh, it would be social studies 100%. Actually, uh, when I went to UNI, I was waffling between being a social studies teacher or science teacher, and I maybe even liked the content a little bit better in social studies, uh, but we were a time back then where having a science degree and getting out in the job market was probably preferable, so uh, so I went the science route and was happy I did that. So. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Okay, so your favorite job prior to your current job, and that can be any job that you had. Yeah, so I would say uh, my favorite job before this one was middle school principal in Hudson, Iowa. And uh, that was one of those times in life where we lived in a small town, and I was the middle school principal, a uh, middle school of uh, grades 5 through 8, about 350 students. I knew all the students. I knew most of their families. Uh, we would joke. I'd go up to the local grocery store. I'd say to my wife, hey, I'm just going to run up to the store. I'll be right back. And she'd just laugh and say, okay. And then invariably, I'd see you know one of the students' uh, parents or students themselves at the store, and we'd chat a few minutes. And so it, it just had a really, um, really unique vibe. And at the time in my life, we had uh, two little kids and another uh, child on the way, and so it just just a lot of things intersected well uh, that made that job a lot of fun. Have you ever been fired from a job? I've only been fired from one job. <laughs> All right, on that note, we are going to take a moment to hear from our sponsor, Unity Point Health Des Moines. We're here with Caitlin Dahman of Unity Point Clinic Family Medicine, Waukee. Caitlin, tell us more about this clinic here in Waukee. Yeah, we are located right on Hickman in Waukee. It's a really convenient location that we're located at. We see patients of all ages from newborn 
to the end of life. So really the whole lifespan, your whole family can come here and we're really all encompassing looking at the health of, and your overall well-being. We do different screenings, we can update immunizations and really focus on what is best for you and your health. It's really important to have a family doctor who you're able to go in and see routinely for those routine screenings because that's the way to really extend your life expectancy and improve your quality of life to be preventative in that care and, and prevent those illnesses from developing. So if you have any questions, don't hesitate to give us a call. We're located right in Waukee on Hickman. That's Caitlin Dobbin at Unity Point right. Clinic Family Three, Medicine, Waukee. Two, one. Welcome back to Talk the Walk podcast. I'm Amy Barco, Executive Director of Communications here with Dr. Brad Buck, our superintendent. And I realize I probably left a little bit of a cliffhanger. What company or organization were you fired from, Dr. Buck? Well, I was actually fired from Chick-fil-A when I was in high school. And I didn't know it at the time, but Chick-fil-A turns into a really big deal uh, 30 years later. So, yeah, just a little bit of misalignment between uh, between uh, management and the 16-year-old kid. So, well, thank you. But I've uh, been successful that. since that time. Yes. You, you've gone up. You've gone up from there. As we take a look at the year ahead of us and then even the years to come, um, we know we have a lot of wonderful opportunities in our district for our students and our staff. What challenges lie ahead? Yeah, I, um, we could talk a little bit about our, about our growth. Our growth is a continued challenge. We want to make sure we have amazing facilities available for students and staff. Uh, want to make sure we're making good decisions now for uh, the people that are going to be leading this uh, organization in 20 and 30 years, you know, we want to set them up uh, for future success. Uh, I, I would, I would say, uh, school financing is probably the biggest challenge in front of us. We're in the longest run of the lowest increases in school funding since the inception of the funding formula in the 70s, and. You know, we can do belt tightening and belt tightening and efficiencies, and, and we're totally uh, committed to that. And then at some point, you get to the point where you really can't do that. And uh, there are going to be challenges to programming, staffing configurations, opportunities and experiences for kids. So I, I would say that's probably the thing in front of us that's, uh, that's the biggest challenge. And what can, or how is Waukee situated to tackle those challenges? Yeah, so three or four years ago, we started um, <clears throat> doing some legislative sessions, really trying to work hard to educate our, our families and our community about uh, what our needs are uh, as a district related to legislative decisions and outcomes. And so uh, we will be firing that up again here in the next couple of months. Uh, we'll keep a close eye, of course, on the election. And then uh, just start talking about what our priorities are and uh, ways in which we can engage our community to advocate on behalf of uh, Waukee schools and really all schools in Iowa. And that was my next question is how can our community help and support and truly understand that the funding we receive and how important it is to the success and growth of all schools? Yeah, absolutely. And, and just for context, you know, inflation is at near record record levels, and we saw an increase in funding in schools at about 2.5%. And so as you're <clears throat> trying to do things you'd like to do, uh, living in an increased environment of 2.5% and an inflationary environment of closer to 10, it, it just creates uh, challenges not only in Waukee but across the state. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people look at our facilities and say, well, you have great well, facilities, you have, you know, it's beautiful and new and all these things. Kind of break it down quickly, just the buckets in which we actually 
pay for those things out of? Yeah, great question. So uh, it's really intentional in, in Iowa Code that there are truly buckets of money in schools. So uh, we do have uh, bond referendum and uh, physical plant and equipment levy and the save penny, and those can be used on facilities. Our community has been incredibly generous and kind in, in passing bond referendums over the years. So we do have top flight facilities. Uh, then uh, on the other part of the ledger, though, is our general fund. And our general fund really comes from uh, state and, and local property taxes. And that's the part of the funding that's been um, seeing those low increases over the last decade plus. And so um, it really is a challenge. The other thing we face in Waukee, um, and again, please don't hear this as complaining, just information. Uh, we welcome about 500 new students each year. The way the funding formula works in Iowa, it's, it's student-based, uh, which makes complete sense. The number of students you have should impact the amount of money you receive. Um, but when the count happens in October, we don't receive any money for the students that come to us new until the following year. So we are actually educating about 500 students in Waukee for quote unquote free each year. So when you look at Waukee schools, we actually have one of the lowest expenditures per pupil in the entire state as a result of that. So, you know, to your point, Amy, people see the, you know, the really uh, great facilities and great programming and all the things we do, which we are certainly proud of. And then we just think about what else we could be doing for uh, kids and supporting them. Um, if the funding uh, was was situated differently than it currently is. Yeah. yeah, and when we when you talk, you know, well, you built that new stadium. Why didn't you hire more teachers? They're completely different, and we can't interchange that money or go through that process in any different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly it. Right on the point. Yep. Go to yep. the community support to our legislators to help with that funding, and then we can hire those extra supports for our staff. Yep. For, our, for our students. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we'll wrap up on the serious stuff and we'll get into kid questions. So okay. these are from our kids. All right. Um, a couple might be my own kids, but there were um, just a few that were coming in. If you weren't doing what you're currently doing as a profession, what would you be doing? Oh, uh, I, think I, I think I'd have been a lawyer. I can see that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. What did you have for breakfast? I had a slice of Casey's breakfast pizza. <laughs> Amazing. Do you live inside or outside? I live inside. Very good. These are kid questions. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Who will win the series between the Packers and the Vikings? Okay, this wasn't a kid question. This is my question. <laughs> Uh, I think it will be uh, Vikings 2-0 during the regular season and then a win in the playoffs. Wow. Bold. I like it. Each Bold. Year, you come back strong. In spite of what's occurred. If history repeats itself. Okay, this is our last question. All right. Who is your favorite employee? Think long and hard about this one. I would say my favorite employee is the secretary at Waukee Northwest High School. Ding, ding, ding. Tracy Buck. <laughs> very, very good. Well, that wraps up this session of Walk the Talk, Talk the Walk with Dr. Brad Buck. Thank you so much. And we wish you a healthy and happy and Awesome. Thanks so much, Amy. Thanks for listening to Talk the Walk, the official podcast of the Waukee Community School District, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines.